but ultimate takeaways, I guess, is podcast is coming to Spotify. This is me being being good news uh, focused. Podcast is coming to Spotify. You can donate to the podcast one by one if you want. If you like an episode, you can donate. Patreon commenter button is a thing now on YouTube. $50 a month tier, the mentorship tier, the mentor tier got reworked on Patreon, and it's an insane value for money. You get a coaching session, you get free gear, um, and you get a personalized thank you video. I'm working on merch. I want your ideas for merch if you want. Um, and yeah, just an update on where I'm at as far as like YouTube versus in real life stuff. YouTube is a side hustle. It's very hard for me to wrap my head around because I put so much work into it. YouTube, the podcast, everything Justin Kana personal brand is a side hustle. My main hustle is events and cooking as much as I can to get money stored away for a space of my own. That's that. Ugh. That that means we're live. At least I hope I hope that means we're live. I hope the audio is okay too. Because I can't see anything, but we're live on YouTube, so you folks can see what's happening. Um, let's see if it's going to give me an update on YouTube so I can see your chat. I don't know what it is. Just can't seem to get a healthy live stream going. So it is what it is. Uh, but this, obviously, from the title, you can tell what this is. I'm going live, so if you have any questions, uh, I'm happy to answer them. Also, because I don't go live that often, I'm not going to wait, spend too much time waiting for people to join this live stream. I'm just going to dive right into it. This is an update video. I have an old school paper list, uh, a little bit of coffee, and some time to dedicate to streaming to you folks, giving you an update because I feel like by subscribing, by watching my content, you put a lot of trust into me, and I want to make sure that I'm being completely transparent as far as like what's happening in my life and what you can expect going forward. Yes, I'm recording. I had a super unfortunate scenario where there was some podcast episode that I recorded and I wasn't recording and I was a guest. It was really embarrassing. So like I said, this is going to be an experimental video uh, giving you transparency and updates on what's happening. Um, but yeah, leave your questions as I cover them so that I can answer them. Uh, and it can be anything. It doesn't even have to be... Um, What's up, Bryce? It doesn't even have to be related to what I'm talking about. Any other questions you have, I'm happy to answer those. So what we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about updates to the podcast. We're going to talk about uh, some updates to Patreon. Um, and then, of course, some bigger goals for myself uh, towards the end of the stream. So definitely stay tuned for that. So podcast update. Um, podcast, the Emulsion podcast has moved to Simplecast. Simplecast is something that I'll probably put up around uh, this area. I've teased it a little bit, but it's official. It is 100% officially moved over to Simplecast. It's more expensive for me, but that's because you folks are kind enough to support. Uh, that's that's what makes that possible. So 100% of that thanks goes to you folks, uh, the ones that are supporting on Patreon. Good news is with Simplecast is they do entire hosting for podcasts. It's still going to be available on my website. Not that many people listen there anyways, but if you're interested in checking the podcast out on my website, that's a really good place to boop. Somehow got a phone call. That was weird. Um, so lost my train of thought. So Simplecast is great for that. 
they take care of everything. They make sure that I can be on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher. I do tune in myself. I know there's a couple of you that listen on TuneIn. But the biggest thing, they helped me get onto Spotify. So that was the biggest reason why I chose them. I have a couple of people that I follow who have really nice podcasts who use Simplecast, and it just works for them. So that's what I went with, and that's what I'm going to stick with until it doesn't work anymore. So you will notice a small aesthetic change on my website. If you go and check out the podcast, there's a little player, and what it looks like, you can outstream that to whatever service you want. As, as per usual, justinconnacom slash podcasts. Um, talked about that, talked about that. Um, it also gives me a little bit more of a bird's eye on statistics as far as who's listening and where they're listening from and how long they're listening for. And all that information is very important if I am approaching any sort of sponsors or sponsors approach me and ask me for data. Uh, Apple is notoriously bad at having horrible analytics for podcasts, so... This gives me a little bit more data to share with with other people who might want to get involved with the show. Um, in addition, they partner Simplecast sponsors with Stripe, which is a beautiful payment solution. I use it for a bunch of my um, pop-ups and through FreshBooks, they do all my credit card processing for my accounting. And what they allow us... To, they allow me to do is in each little player. So if you go into each episode on my website, you can press a donate button and that allows you to input any dollar amount. So if you say really enjoyed an episode or you really had a good time with a, um, interview or say, for example, I get an interview guest who wants to donate to a cause, we could now do that not through Patreon, uh, so that it doesn't get, uh, Patreon doesn't take a cut, a hundred like, a huge percentage of it, there's a little bit that goes to Stripe for credit card processing, but most of that money then would go to either myself or to whatever cause we want to donate to. So that's also available on justincana.com slash podcast. If you look at the newest episode, it's the first episode that has that feature. So it's, uh, let me pull it up here, dot com podcast so if you go inside of the player see all episodes and you go inside of the player here you press this little button that looks like a tv press that and then there's a little piggy bank one and it says donate to the show so there you can donate one five ten twenty or any dollars and then just input your money and uh yeah super simple so just a heads up, if you have one particular episode or, you know, you have 10 bucks left over at the end of the month and you want to donate without going into the month-to-month thing like Patreon does, this is a really good option and I'm super excited to be able to offer it. That's done. Uh, there's also an option, and this is for those folks of you that listen and want to share any of the content for yourself or if I happen to cover the restaurant that you work at. Um, they have a really handy dandy feature called recast that's only available to me. It's going to be available to everyone very, very soon, uh, with version three of Simplecast coming out. It's called recast. So that allows you to kind of take a snippet of the show and share it in a really beautiful way where they take the player and you can export it as like a video or put it on Twitter or what have you. So another reason why I really, really like Simplecast because they just have more features than Squarespace has for hosting my podcast. So that's that. Um, the format change is kind of going to stay the same, how you're used to seeing it in this very same format. So basically, 
Um, sometimes it's going to be vertical for my takeaways for my interview shows. It's going to be horizontal for the solo episodes as far as like the intro outro sequence. And I guess sometimes recording the news, I've just found that, um, for this setup with the Rode VideoMic Pro, the camera that I have running the line, my apartment has like rugs and couches and cloth chairs in it to kind of help mute that sound a little bit. So I'm definitely a big fan of the way that the the thing sounds. Um, Bryce, give me a little. Bryce asks, "Am I going to add more content to my podcast? Can you elaborate on that? Do you want to? What do you What do you want to see? And if you guys want to see anything else on the podcast, I'd love. Do you want longer shows? Do you want um, shorter shows? I know I tested a little bit of that headline at the start of the show thing on the last episode. So when you say more content, what do you mean? That would help me a little bit. Um, yeah, so shooting style is going to stay similar until I get a space that's a little bit more professional, but I kind of like the way of this look right now where it's like the butcher block table, laptop, uh, any notes that I have, beverage, and a constantly changing flower because Anna always has flowers in our house. Um, I kind of like that setup right now. We will see if that changes. If you guys have any suggestions, I'm super open to it. I've thought about having a cookbook underneath my laptop too, but we'll see. Um, but yeah, for the most part, the format is going to stay the same as far as news show, interview show, news show, interview show every other week. Uh, but for the most part, the format hasn't changed much since way back in the day, since these YouTube folks can't probably remember it, or even the Facebook folks, folks who have been around since Facebook are like the super OG. Um, I did get a new mic set up for guests. Like I said, I had a instance where, um, I was recording and my Zoom H1, my little recorder, just shut off for some reason and the file got corrupted. So I had to download software to recover that file, but half of it was missing. So it was like a one hour interview that got decreased to like 37 minutes. Uh, And he's a guy that I worked with too, so that was really embarrassing. So I took some of the cash that you guys give me through Patreon to get a pretty affordable, but still really reliable setup. It's like... Uh, some of the stuff that Tim Ferriss uses for his podcast. Um, but yeah, I just figured out how to make that work. So I'm very, very excited to bring that to the podcast as far as interview shows go. Um, and another reason why I'm going to do a whole video on my new media production setup, what I'm using to shoot all of this content, because there's a lot of stuff that I had to learn. And I think there's a lot of value in me sharing why I shoot with what I shoot with. Um, so very excited to give, give that, um, and stay tuned for that update video. If there's any questions you have as far as like camera, audio, cords, cables, memory cards, batteries, uh, monitor, laptop, any of that, um, please leave them down below and I'll make sure to answer them in my upcoming media setup uh, video. I'm also changing cameras very soon. So that'll be it. That'll be part of the update. Uh, Chase Weeman. Lion Chef at Girl in the Goat in Chicago. Awesome. What tips do I have on pitching ideas to chefs and higher ups at the restaurant? Um, see if you, as far as what ideas, because it can be like dish dish ideas or like overall operations ideas. Help me out a little bit because my answer is going to be different depending on what you say. So just a just a little give me give me as with most of these questions I don't I don't like to paint it with too broad of a brush I'd like as many specifics as possible. Okay, changing pace. We're going to talk about Patreon now. So Patreon has been 
good and bad. You know, so they've had their trials and tribulations. They've also been a great platform for someone like me, who's like a one-man show, to get support from my audience. So I love them and I hate them sometimes, but they're still I'm still using them. I thought it was going to be a big uh, switch over to Twitch, but uh, I'm still with Patreon. So good news, I have been using a software called TubeBuddy for a lot of um, some, it's a plugin that I installed for Chrome to give me some more analytics. And what they offered with my subscription through them is a Patreon commenter button. So if you are a Patreon supporter, if you comment, if you also have a YouTube channel, and that YouTube channel is linked with Patreon, when you comment on my videos, it will now say in the comment section that you are a supporter of my content on Patreon, which I think is super cool. Um, So it's kind of a way to stand out in the comments if you're a big person that comments a lot on my videos uh, and you want it to be known that you're a commenter and a supporter. um, That's now a feature. I just installed it. If you want to test it on this video and you're supporting on Patreon, 100% do that. It's a great, great way to do it. Um, That's done. Uh, Patreon just bought Kit as well. For those of you that don't know, I host all of my gear on kit.com. Patreon just acquired Kit. And the punchline there is that, one, the integration is kind of a no-brainer. It's like the people that are on Patreon are also probably using Kit, so it just makes sense for them to merge. But the big thing that they announced in the press release was that they wanted to start integrating merch into Patreon and use Kit as the platform to do that. How it's going to develop over time, I'm not 100% sure. We will see what happens with that. But for the most part, um, I'm very, very excited to use both of those together. It was one of the reasons why like, I went to Twitch and I tried Twitch. I saw a little bit of the potential there, but it's that's what ultimately made me come back to YouTube because um, it, Twitch just isn't a good enough all-in-one yet. And the combo of YouTube plus Patreon between the Google searching and the audience that's already there and then integrating Patreon. They're very, very smart about how they're doing it and they're making it easier for us creators. So that's where where I'm at and that's where I'm going to do most of my, if you want to support my content, that's the best way to do it. Uh, That's just plain and simple. But that being said, I took a look at my Patreon page and I'm always, I mean, you folks know I'm all about being as effective as possible. So I took a look at my Patreon page and there was some room for improvement. So what I've essentially done, and this happened about a month ago, a couple of you folks uh, that are subscribed to my email newsletter saw this first. I upgraded the $50 a month tier. So the $1 a month tier is exactly the same as it always was. Uh, Unwavering support. You get a shout out on the podcast if you start supporting because I'm super grateful for that. Um, Next step up is $9 a month. Um, I figure that was like right around where, you know, like Spotify is that much per month and YouTube Red is that much per month. So if you happen to have $9 a month extra per month um, to sponsor my content, that's amazing. And I really, really think it's the best. And there's a couple of pieces of content I'll publish like each quarter on Patreon that are special. But for the most part, it's just... I, I don't know. I don't want to make any extra promises. I want all my content to be free. It's just if you have a little bit of extra cash, that's how I want it to be. I think that's the cleanest way to do it as opposed to, you know, trying to entice you with these things that aren't really things. Does that make sense? 
Um, and there are some unspoken benefits that come with being a Patreon supporter. If you send me a DM uh, and you say that you're a Patreon supporter, of course I'm going to be that much more likely to answer your question uh, or go deeper on whatever topic you have. But um, yeah, so those are the two levels. I don't want to have like a $5 one or a $7 one or a $13 one. I think just $1 and $9 are both like those sweet spots where people are comfortable paying that amount. You guys can let me know uh, if you have any feedback on that or if you think that one is better or or, or worse than another one. Um, but yeah, best place to support my content. But back to that $50 a month one. I know $50 a month sounds like a lot, but I had it on the, uh, the Patreon page for a long time. A couple people signed up for it. And it was just such a headache for me to make it happen. And I was like, how am I going to make this worthwhile? How, like, when I made it initially, I made the mistake of, like, spreading myself way too thin, trying to figure out, like, how to sell it as a thing that I would get people excited. And, 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 and I went about it in the wrong way. I was thinking very selfishly when I first made that $50 a month tier on Patreon uh, almost a year ago. So a month ago, I was thinking to myself, what do I have to offer that you folks are interested in that I can totally just like offer it and then over deliver on it, like completely go above and beyond what it's worth as far as like by supporting me for $50 a month, what would completely blow it out of the park for you, you folks. So the $50 a month tier has been reworked. It's called the mentor tier. Um, and that's essentially what you get. You essentially, get me as a mentor for you in as long as as long as you continue to support and even probably after I'm not looking for this to be a transactional thing I look at it as a way of getting to know you folks and you folks having skin in the game which makes me that much more interested in helping you you know what I mean there's there's almost 5,000 people here now and that's a lot uh, I obviously can't justify taking that much time away from my other projects to do it but it's just one of those things. I, I, I think that when you have financial skin in the game, you're that much more likely to take it seriously as opposed to me just saying, this isn't ask me anything. You can have whatever questions you want. Um, but what it ends up being, so sorry, I'm getting off track here. $50 a month. This is what you get with $50 a month. You folks know I offer coaching. You get a 30 minute coaching call every single month. Um, which already pays for the membership itself uh, as far as like value for money goes because you're essentially getting a 50% off coaching session every single month um, and that's awesome. So what I do is I create a little file for you uh, in a Google Doc and we talk every month about your ambitions, your goals, how to get a new job, how to get a raise at work, doing pop-ups, um, how do I create a personal brand, uh, this is my resume, how do I reword it, I want to send a cover letter to this restaurant, how do I do it? You get one-on-one -on -one access with me, it's a call, just like a video, it's a video chat or a phone call, and we talk through whatever you want to talk about, and it's um, 30 minutes every single month, uh, semi-working around your schedule and my schedule so that it, it, it completely works out, but... Um, that's the first benefit. $50 a month already pays for itself. Then, and this is a funny little bit of history about me. Back when I left the French Laundry, I was reading all of these startup books about um, how to create a business from scratch. I read The $100 Startup. I read The Lean Startup. I really wanted to create this business around selling products for cooks. So 
and I haven't told this story before. This is uh, Equipped Cook was the name of the quote unquote business that I wanted to start. And what it was going to be was a subscription box for cooks. So I was basically going to sell, send you every month or every two months a box and you subscribe, you pay X number of dollars per month and I send you like fresh Sharpies and sharper peelers, like brand new peelers and bench scrapers. And if like Fool or Toothache or Lucky Peach came out with a new magazine, I would send you that magazine and it was going to be awesome. The problem was I had zero, I, I had like 200 followers on Instagram. I didn't have an audience. I didn't have an email list. I had my friends on Facebook who were like other line cooks just like me. And it was going to be amazing. And it turned out to be a huge flop. It basically fell on its face because I didn't have the marketing savvy to go out and sell it. Um, I was also not really that familiar with wholesalers. Um, so I would have gone broke in the process anyways. And so that was really unfortunate, um, but Equipped Cook was a flop, but I still have it in my head where I still feel like I could bring you folks a ton of value with sending you gear every quarter. So by subscribing to the $50 a month tier on Patreon, I, I'm going to send you a quarterly box. Um, what's in the box this time? Um, we're doing Kuhn Rikon peelers, industrial style Sharpies. Um, what else did I order? I'm doing Lady Hamilton spoons. I found some Lady Hamilton spoons, uh, at a thrift shop. So I'm going to include Lady Hamilton spoons in the $50 a month, uh, box this quarter. Um, there's a couple other knickknacks and stuff that's in there. Um, somebody actually won a knife roll, so they're going to get the knife roll when they, uh, get their box, but it's going to constantly improve. The companies that I'm working with, I'm trying to get Town Cutler involved on next quarter's box. Um, but again, basically just looking to blow the value out of the water for you folks for supporting um, on Patreon on that specific $50 a month tier. So that's available. Go ahead and check out patreon.com slash Justin Kana. Um, it's the highest tier available. It's called the mentorship tier tier. Oh, I also send you a personalized thank you video. So I literally whip out my phone. I just say thank you for for your support. And I send that to you through your email um, as soon as your support thing goes through. So between the monthly coaching session, the quarterly gearbox, and the personalized thank you video, those are like the three that I feel comfortable with delivering on as far as like... um, I mean, it just goes back to what I, what was I think, what was I thinking about when I made this? I was like, what do you folks value? Why do you follow me? What do I feel like I can provide to you as value? Um, and what can you get excited about? Um, that was ultimately, um, what I was thinking of when I made this tier on Patreon. So staying with Patreon, you, to summarize this whole section, commenter button is a thing. So if you, have your YouTube account linked with your Patreon account and you support, everyone can see now in the comments that you're a supporter of me on Patreon, which is awesome. Um, Patreon plus kit means possible merch in the future. If you guys want to see merch um, from me, I'd love to know what you're thinking, whether it's custom chef tools or t-shirts or backpacks or phone cases or there's so many options and I'm a little overwhelmed by it. So let me know down below in the comments if you, if, if they give me the option of doing merch through Patreon and kit, what would you folks like to see? That's what I want to know in the comments. Um, and then of course the update on the $50 a month 
tier. So that's called the mentorship tier. $1 tier is still available. $9 tier is great if you can. $50 a month tier is like supporting my content plus more. I'm giving you time. I'm giving you gear. Um, and yeah, that's it. Okay, so that's Patreon. Questions, 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 questions. Does anybody have any questions? Chase Weeman, to go back to your question, dishes mostly. I mean, if you have extra misenplas on your station and you have time, just create the dish and give it to your chef and be like, hey, I want you to taste this. I made this and I was wondering what your what your thoughts are about it. And this comes down to your chef and your organization. Does Is there time? Like, is there time for that chef to taste? And does are you being thoughtful about the dish that you're putting forward, right? Are you thinking about this dish as like, I want to get recognition and I want to put myself on the menu? Or are you thinking this dish that I'm creating fits in with the aesthetic and the brand and the flavors of the restaurant? Then you have much more. And ultimately, what are your goals? Do you want to like show your chef that you have skills in cooking squab? Do you want to get a special dish on the menu? Um, just you just got to make it like if you have extra stuff you should make it and if not if you need to order in something special it needs to start with like like so say for example you want to make like a sunchoke dish and your restaurant doesn't have sunchokes on the menu but you want to start using sunchokes on your station you need to take some mise en place that you already have make a dish with that get the trust of like if i have extra stuff good stuff comes from this right get the trust and then say you know hey I've been thinking about doing the sunchoke dish. Is it possible for me to order two pounds of sunchokes uh, for this dish that I want to try out? Because ultimately, like at that point, you're then out there. You're they're delegating the creating part to you, um, which is a win-win for everybody. So that's that. Budget chef knife that you should get as a starting chef. Check out my video on the Victorinox. Um, really good. 30 bucks. I mean, amazing knife for the budget. If you're thinking about like a nice chef knife, check out uh, like Kikuchi or Togiharu, both really good brands. Glad to have you here, Jack. Ulas, thank you, thank you, thank you. Every share helps. I really hope that you guys uh, are sharing it up with your friends. Questions are done. Um, okay, so we talked about the podcast. We talked about Patreon. Justin Kana brand. What does that look like? Um, it's pronounced Ulis. Ulis. Why is it Ulas? I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry I pronounced your name wrong. Um, so the Justin Kana brand, what is that going to look like going forward? Um, so I have the internet brand of myself and then the in real life brand. And it's not really that different. I don't put on a facade or turn into a character when I'm talking to you folks. But it's definitely something where... I'm hoping and I've been struggling for the past two and a half years to build a life where it doesn't have to be one or the other. It's just one consistent thing, right? So it was like when I was, when I first started videos, it was like I was a sous chef by day and a YouTube editor person by night. And I would do this thing on the weekends with the podcast where I would talk about news and then I would go be a manager at a restaurant. And it was kind of like that wasn't really working. Then when I left, it was like I really wanted to do pop-ups and I really wanted to also be a YouTube gear person. And it was like, uh, this is also isn't really working. So now I'm 
so close. I'm so close to the point where it's like I have YouTube and the internet and Instagram and the podcast as this thing that I do that's like my side hustle. And then my main thing is being a chef at events that make sense for me to be the chef at. I don't want to have a huge staff. I don't want to have a huge inventory. I do want to have a space, and I'm going to get on that in a second, um, but I don't want to have um, a restaurant in the traditional sense, and I think you folks know that if you watch my content, Um, but I want to share, I guess, that every single piece of content that I make and put out on my YouTube channel or on my Instagram is side hustle for me. It's not my main thing. I had the audacity to think that it could be my main thing for a long time where I was like, every single thing that I want is going to be fulfilled if I can just get YouTube to pay me enough money through Amazon affiliate and uh, AdSense revenue. And it's going to be my thing. But what I realized is like, that doesn't fulfill me enough. And I think that's very important if you're going to have any takeaways from this little uh, venting session that I'm having, this heart to heart that I'm having with you guys is that... um, Sometimes you just got to see what it looks like to take things to that level and know what fulfills you and have the self-awareness to know that I I now have the self-awareness to know that like being a YouTuber 100% is not enough for me. I need to have in real life experiences. I need to have the tactile nature of working with food. I can't create a dish and put it on Instagram and feel fulfilled, right? Like I need to have that feeling of seeing someone eat it. Um, and knowing that I fed someone, uh, so that is something that I'm still figuring out. Um, but it's something that I want to put out there, um, that I don't want you folks to think that, uh, YouTube is my main thing and that's, I'm shooting for it to be the main thing. I know that there's tons of potential with YouTube, like the amount of people that I'm able to reach with this thing is amazing. And I'm super grateful for every one of you that are here. I don't want to diminish YouTube as a thing, but, um, I'm most successful when I think of YouTube as my side hustle, not my main hustle. So the main hustle is, I guess, I've been trying to figure out a way of how how I word it. Like, what is it? What is what is the verbiage or the vernacular that I use to describe what I do on the day to day? And the closest thing I can think of is private chef and working B two B, so business to business with event planners. That's been like. The, the times when I feel most successful and most in my element and most as far as like work to income, as far as like that's when I can charge my highest hourly rate. That's when I feel like all my skills are being put to use. That's when I feel like I'm making the most impact and working with the coolest people and the most exciting projects that I can be um, is either... You know, we have this impossible event that we're trying to figure out how to do food for. We need a custom menu. What can you do? Um, Also thinking about like the white space in Seattle. That's been definitely the most um, totally um, best use of my time, at least in my opinion, from what I've been doing lately without a space. When I get a space, it's going to completely flip on its head and it's going to go the other way. Um, But for right now... I'm kind of just hustling my face off, trying to work as many of these events as I can um, to kind of build a stack of cash, um, which will then be deployed to get a space of my own um, where I don't have to shoot in my apartment anymore. 
I don't have to, I can hire someone to do video content. Um, but that's that. And that's an update for you folks on that. I want a space. I've told you this multiple times in this video, but the ultimate question is, do I get investors for it or do I try to bootstrap it? And that's something that I'm constantly grappling with because it can go either way, right? Like I could get investors, give up a portion of the company and go from there. Or I could do what I'm doing right now and try to bootstrap as much as I can. And when I get enough cash to deploy it, um, just have the confidence that my business model is sound and that it will make enough money to sustain itself. Um, it's just something that's going through my head. It's something that I'm figuring out as I have these podcast interviews with people who have done what I want to do. Um, all of that. All of that. So I think that's it. Congrats on 4K subscribers. Thank you. I was going to say that I want to uh, go full 4K on everything that I film after I hit 4K subscribers, but that might not be the case. Chris Wheeler says, I just started working in a cater, just started working catering for movie studios in LA, and my advice videos have been helpful. TSD video is particularly helpful. TSD man, always get the TSD. You're very, very welcome. What's up, Chris? Yeah, appreciating where I am. I mean, like, in the grand scheme of things, I'm very well aware that I'm super young still, and I still have so much time to go, and deploying patience always, always, always is going to be, like, super high on my list. I'm not trying to rush into anything, but at the same time, I'm very cognizant of the fact that um, I, I try to ride the line between being patient and actually doing something about it, right? Because I could just say I'm being patient and I'm going to just stay stagnant at where I'm at and I'm just going to wait for the right opportunity to come along. Or, um, I mean, like, I'm doing the, I'm doing all the food for WeWork's Pacific Northwest Retreat, like the entire company of WeWork on the San Juan Islands, and it's going to be amazing. Um, I'm doing an event in a couple days with Olympic volleyball players, Um I mean, the opportunities are there. You just got to kind of take it and know what you're worth and put yourself out there. Um, but yeah, that's it. Does anybody does anybody have any questions? That was a long, this is a long update video. I will probably make it into a podcast as well so you folks have it to listen to. But ultimate takeaways, I guess, is podcast is coming to Spotify. This is me being being good news. Uh, focused podcast is coming to Spotify. You can donate to the podcast one by one if you want. If you like an episode, you can donate. Patreon commenter button is a thing now on YouTube. Fifty dollar a month tier, the mentorship tier, the mentor tier got reworked on Patreon, and it's an insane value for money. You get a coaching session, you get free gear, um, and you get a personalized thank you video. I'm working on merch. I want your ideas for merch if you want. Um, and yeah, just an update on where I'm at as far as like YouTube versus in real life stuff. YouTube is a side hustle. It's very hard for me to wrap my head around because I put so much work into it. YouTube, the podcast, everything Justin Kana personal brand is a side hustle. My main hustle is events and cooking as much as I can to get money stored away for a space of my own. That's that. Let's see. Ulis, I've worked in the culinary world enough to know the difference between stagnant chefs and those that are infinitely passionate. 
It's all, all about looking further and doing better. You're so right. I'm not a stagnant dude. I don't know how. Yeah, custom knife bags, edge covers would be super dope. I'm figuring that out. I was literally looking at that as far as like buying wholesale knife covers, figuring out how to like etch something into them or have Dosfi do art on them. I don't know, figuring it out. Eden Hill did not have a star. Seattle does not have Michelin Guide, unfortunately. I hope you folks have checked out the newest videos I dropped today um, to this place called Episodes. Working on those for a long time. A couple things fell short for me. It just is what it is. All right. Thanks, man. Adios. Uh, what fell short for me? Um, it was like every other dish had something fried on it, which is not... I mean, it's delicious, and it's a great way to prepare food. But at a certain point, it's like if you look at a traditional kaiseki menu, there's only one fried dish on that menu for a reason. Um, because it gets very monotonous eating fried thing after fried thing after fried thing. It's like you could argue that frying things is the most delicious way to serve something. But in a tasting menu format, it's all about changing up elements. Yeah, there was no story. I got no story from that menu. It was just kind of like this is what we think is kind of cool. Which is also one way to think about it, but I don't know. I wasn't very inspired. Squash blossom was cheese and fermented zucchini from the day the year before or something like that. It is what it is. I am gonna check right now to double check and see if um, the podcast is on Spotify. Ooh, your show has been su submitted and will be published to Spotify within the next two days. Boom. Just so you know, it's going to be, it's it's happening. It's happening. Director, product partnerships. Yes. Okay. So that's confirmation. We're on Spotify, um, at least in the next couple days. Just so you folks know what's up. Unless there's any other questions, I'm going to leave you. Uh, the next, this place called, I shot an episode um, when I went to this pop-up from this place called Iconic. They're going to reopen in October. They're closed right now, so I'm kind of hesitant to publish that episode because I'm not 100% sure if I want to because they're not open. I want a lot of this stuff as utility, right? So it's like you're going to Eden Hill, you search Eden Hill on YouTube, or you search Must Eat Seattle on YouTube and you find my video. That's kind of like part of it where it's like I'm trying to take advantage of SEO. That was, I mean, my second most viewed video is my Austria Francescana video. So keeping that in mind. And also, like, I want it to be, you know, you just made a reservation and you're trying to figure out if it's good or not. Um, you search and you can find my video and you can hear what I, what I think about it. Uh, I, I struggle thinking about, like, having a video out there, but it, the restaurant that you could go eat at is closed. That kind of bugs me out. Um, so if I don't make that video, I don't necessarily know. Probably... In Portland, I'm going to Portland for Feast Portland. I got a press pass for Feast Portland. That's another update. If you guys want to do a meetup in in Portland, please let me know. Um, yeah, that's true. Any new gear? Um, yes, custom gear videos coming very soon. I have a pair of custom tweezers. I got a new knife handle for the Suisen knife. Uh, 
that's a little update, I guess. What else? New videos. Any new gear? I got a new fryer. Might do a review on that. I did an unboxing little segment of that, but I haven't uh, shot a full video for that yet. I need to go get some emails done. Thank you so much for watching. I really appreciate you. Uh, yeah, Morabashis are dope. Yeah, that's... So, when I do this update video on the new gear that I'm using to shoot videos... I would like to be, I mean, I have no doubt, like, I'm about to publish a podcast of this gentleman who does his own YouTube videos, and to be honest, there's not a lot of content out that talks about, like, if you're a chef and you want to start shooting your own content, there's not a lot of videos about that, and I like to think of myself as an authority on that. I like I like making videos. I think the production quality of my videos is, is good for the most part, Um and I have advice as far as, like, how to do things and how not to do things. So that's definitely something that I'm thinking about as I go forward. Trying to not pigeonhole myself as the uh, kitchen gear video guy. Um, but yeah, that's that. I really appreciate you um, tuning in, asking your questions. I really want this to be as transparent as possible. If I didn't answer something that you're curious about, I'm going to be in the comment section of this video for the next couple of days. Um, so yeah, just keep me posted if you guys have any questions. Really appreciate your attention. This was long, 40 minutes. Jesus Christ, I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this will be going live later today. Thank you so much. Have a good one. Bye, bye, bye.